Before we start, we want to make note that this program does not express the views and opinions of Vidgul, its parent company Genthany Enterprises Inc., and its employees, affiliates, licensors, and agents. So, if you have a problem, don't blame it on me! You are watching Vidgul! It's Friday afternoon of Otakon 2009. It's John. This is Lewis. And uh, right here, right now, we're up the staircase where you can see the rich fishing line. I think, I'm not sure if there's some pre rich here, but everything is organized in two, it's supposed to two, you know, for uh, convenience and uh, speed. Uh, I'd say that's probably like 20 boots, so it can handle 20 people at a time. Pretty good. Uh, the lines this year seems to be pretty going fast. Uh, right now it's rainy, so I'm, I'm sure this really matter to everyone. But uh, most of the con action is happening inside. So, I mean, Lewis, uh, what do you expect to see uh, for today? Well, I expect to see a very rainy day from today. As you can see, it looks like it actually started raining already. Yeah. Uh, I, I plan to go see some panels. We'll see some uh, the dealer's room and see what else is going on. See what what kind of fun things there are to just kind of wing it. See what's going on. Yeah, same with me. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the schedule as much as you do, but pretty much check the deals room and see what's around. Maybe find some cool friends to hang out with. Although I'm surprised there are more people here than there were last year. Yeah. A lot more people. Yeah. Although, I mean, uh, it, I noticed that the line though, there doesn't seem to be as many uh, cosplays as last year, I don't think. Because I remember like the majority of people would be cosplaying, but. I, it, I do think so. I think everyone just downed their cosplay a little bit. Or it could just be it's lazy and it's rainy. I was like, I, I know I'm just going to get my badge today and then uh, worry about it later, you know? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So, So yeah, but uh, that's about it for now. So, uh, so let's know. go see what's going to go on. Yep. Wait for us then. Uh, we'll show you there. Bugger the Clown's going to go check around. From Otacon, this is the con goer out and about. Hi there, uh, with uh, Master Roshi, and uh, first to say, I really love your beard, it's wonderful. What is that made of? Uh, actually, what's was that made out of? It's actually made out of uh, Halloween spider webs. Oh, They're wow. glued onto my face. Spirit glue. Okay. Yeah, it looks really nice. At first, I guess I thought it was cotton from far away, but I guess cotton wouldn't hold well. So. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, uh, have you been keeping up the series lately? Have you been watching uh, Dragon Ball Kai? Have you heard about it? No, I haven't. I haven't. Actually, um... Dragon Ball Kai is the HD re well, remade version of a uh, remastered version of the Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z series, and also well, it's Japanese. Also, what happened? So they took out all the filler parts and uh, made it more like the, how the original creator wanted it to be instead of the filler parts. You know, taking so long. Yeah. Cool. But, um, cool. So, uh, is this your first time at Otakai? This is my third time. Wow. Were you there last year? Were, as I Master was Roshi? Last year, yeah, I was Master Roshi last year. What's your uh, big shell? Uh, well, I had that last year, but I left it home this time. Okay, well, I guess you've done enough training, you know, so that's why, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, can you tell us, uh, how does, uh, what does Master Roshi do as a typical training, you know, to strengthen oneself? Well, he goes to the gym for about two hours a day, okay. does about an hour's worth of aerobic workout, lifts a lot of weights, does a lot of shoulder dips with a 45-pound belt, 45-pound weight around his uh, middle with a belt. Okay. Lots of overhead press. Okay. Well, how about uh, the beard? Anything? Uh, any uh, good? Uh, what? Good uh, advice to keeping a nice, you know, soft beard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know about keeping it soft, but 
keeping it in place takes a lot of hairspray. Okay, that's good. <laughs> well, uh, is there any events? Because I've seen uh, actually a lot of Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball characters running around, uh, hoping to get some uh, shoots with them. Yeah, there is going to be a shoot this afternoon. Awesome. Well, this evening at 6 o'clock. Yeah. So, yeah, looking awesome. forward to that. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Uh, are you planning to see anything special this weekend? The Masquerade, the Marave? Uh, you know, we're just here to see the cosplayers. Okay, that's nice. And it's cool. Yeah. Definitely coming next year? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll be here. Okay. We'll be yeah. here. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is Lewis, and I'm here with the Red Engineer, right? That is right. So tell me, you, you, you watching out for them blues? There are many of them around here. I saw a sniper, a couple of scouts, and I saw another engineer. I think you got to set up right in this doorway here. I think it'd be great. You put a turret right there. I'll get on that. You need a dispenser too? Yeah, need a dispenser. Build me a teleporter to, so I can teleport right here into the con center. How's that? I'll work on that. I need some metal though. Need metal? I, could, I think I can supply some metal. Can, you I got use, some... can I use that? Oh, maybe a little bit later. Maybe you can use... Uh, this too, this is metal. We get some metal right here. You can use part of that in the dispenser. Let's build that dispenser. So, tell me, uh, these blues, they, uh, they try to sneak into the Hilton? Oh yeah, there's one right next door to me, I think. I'm not sure, he looks like me, but I don't know. He's a little suspicious. I'll be careful about that. I mean, they've already sabotaged the Hilton's TV station. I mean, we don't get Cartoon Network. Are you going to help us out with that? Cartoon Network? I don't even get the country music station here. That's, it's all the Blues' fault. They have sabotaged the radio, the TV. What's next? I don't know. I got to deal with them, though. I got, I got a couple friends around here. I got a heavy. I'll Maybe. take care of them. I hope so. Just keep him right up by the door here with the turret. Just, they'd be a total slaughter. Oh, yeah. I got a medic, too. Put my dispenser there, the medic and the heavy. They'll never get through. So how do you think Otakon's going to be after this complete warfare? Oh, it'll be much better without the Blues. Oh, definitely. Wait, you got blue hair. No, no, I'm, I'm red. I'm, I swear, I'm on the right side. I don't know about you. I, got, I, I have blue hair, but I'm on the right side. Trust me about that. I just have to like... Okay. Always when I play, I'm always red. Can't stand He's playing blue. Red. He's good. Whenever I play, I can't stand being blue. I'm always red. Oh. And, and one of my best classes to play is Engineer. That's very good. I like you. I love playing Engineer. You're a good friend of mine. Love it. I love tricking the, the blues. I, I sneak into right over by the, uh, the briefcase. I, I will put a teleporter right there. So when I grab the case, grab it, and then I can just teleport right back there and take it again. That's right. The blues have no intelligence. Not at all. But in both sense. <laughs> but uh, how are you enjoying over here anyway, despite the blues? Uh, you, you getting along good at the con? Oh, yeah. I love it here at Otacon. It's a great place to be. Nice relaxing. One problem, though, I get no sleep. No sleep? No sleep. I haven't slept 30 hours right now. Yeah, you told me a few minutes ago that you were fighting the blues over in Alaska before. Oh, God, yeah. They're all place. I thought they were inside the glacier, but nah, it was just some ice. Made some nice snow cones. So what are your plans now for the day? Uh, you going to just continue fighting the blues, or do you have any other plans to try to avoid them and whatnot? I'm going to try to avoid them right now. I'm tired, hungry, and uh, yeah, I'm going to just try to rest a little bit. All right, well, I wish you good luck. Watch out for them blues. I mean, especially because you never know, that, that engineer that you saw might be a spy. You don't want, you don't want him sapping your, uh, your turns. Oh, no, he ain't getting near those things. Keep those up and, and well aware. Well, thank you. I hope you 
Have a good time. Keep Thank that ranch, that, keep the ranch up and, and beat down those blues. Oh, I will. Beat down those scouts. There's one. Hi, uh, I'm with uh, Chora Barton from, uh, what is it, uh, Gundam Wing? Yes, uh, actually it's a special clown version. I like it, it's very nice. Yeah, uh, is, I, I want to also say, is it hard to walk around with such a big costume? It, it was at first, but I got used to it. It's, it's good now. So tell us about your cosplay experience. Like, uh, I heard that uh, you've been doing cosplays in different costumes for many years now, and like, how do you pick your costumes and how do you choose what to wear over these, year, over these years? Um, I usually pick my favorite character. Like, looks don't really matter to me, and that's why I usually cosplay guys, because I don't really like the girls. They're really annoying and whiny, so I usually just pick the guys that I like. Are they, are they the type of guys where you were like, oh, if I, that, they would be my boyfriend or man, or man friend? <laughs> usually. <laughs> Quite usually. So, um, it's uh, Friday afternoon, uh, it's getting late, so how, how do you, what do you think about Otakon so far? It's very chill. There's not very many people cosplaying. I don't know if it's because of the humidity or not, yeah. or that just everyone was so rushed because it was kind of early and kind of sprang up on everyone. But it's, it's fun so far. I'm having a good time. But then again, even though it's humidity, it, the content's inside, indoors, you know, so I don't know. It's very nice inside. Once you step outside, it's horrible, though. <laughs> it's like a sauna outside. It so. is. It's horrible. So, um, any uh, particular events you're looking forward to uh, on Saturday, maybe, possibly? Um, I'm definitely looking forward to the Masquerade. I have a bunch of friends who are in it, so I'm very excited for them. And I'm looking forward to the AMV contest. Okay. Do you enter yourself ever? Uh, the AMV contest? Yeah, it's music videos. I wish I could make music videos, but I don't have that talent. Maybe we should, maybe we should uh, do a live-action music video where it's like, uh, playing your favorite characters, you know? I wonder if they would allow that. I wonder. I've never really thought about it. Yeah, we should, we should try it. <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, hmm. So, about that, I heard you also go to many cons throughout each year. Uh, what particular cons do you go to, and like, why do you go to so many cons? Um, I usually stick to Anime USA, Casicon, Anime Boston, sometimes Anime Next. I don't really go to anywhere else besides the East Coast. Uh, the first three, they are really close, so I can commute if I wanted to, so I have no excuse not to go. And Anime Boston is a good excuse to see all my friends that live too far north that I can't see. I mean, um, I, I see that like uh, you go to most of these events mostly for friends, but like, mm, have you wondered why why don't you just see them outside of the con? So it's like you don't have to pay the extra two hundred dollars for a hotel and you know. That's true, but it's mostly because everyone has such busy schedule yeah. schedules. Everyone's college poor college kids and yeah. can't really do anything else. Well, I mean, we can all be poor together, so it's That's good. That's true. That's true, and we can live off ramen. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, about your costumes, uh, do they, are they mostly anime, or do you, does it, do you range to sci-fi or fantasy? It ranges mostly towards video games. I've kind of steered away from anime, unless it's the old stuff, but I will never stop playing video games, so... Yeah. Oh, is it a true gamer? Yeah, I am a gamer. <laughs> uh, do you have one of those uh, old school uh, Game Boys when you're little, walking around? Oh, uh, no, I really want one. <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> well, thank you very much for your time. Uh, thank you. Was Sarah, was it? Sarah. <laughs> John, nice. <laughs>
Lewis here, and I'm here with Absalong from the anime One Piece. Tell me, what inspired you to do this costume? Well, I've always wanted to be an invisible man, and uh, it didn't quite come through in the costume, but at least I have the face of a lion. I think that's so awesome that the, the mouth moves along as you speak. Oh yeah, it, it was the main thing that I wanted to make sure happened is when I made the costume. First part I made, it's in two sections and they're attached to my jaw and the upper part of my face. So make sure they move separately. Well, you also did Jabora from One Piece, which is a big wolf costume stuff. How do you make all these animal-like costumes, like the fur and all that stuff? It's basically just a wireframe that's built onto a mask and then I just sew the fur over the top. It's pretty simple, actually. It's, I don't know, it seems very complicated to me, but it, at least the way it comes out, it, it seems complicated. Uh, as long as it looks the way it's supposed to look, I'm happy with it. I mean, it's, it's mostly just working with the wire form that's hard, because once you sew the, the fur on top, it's just basically putting it on top like a skin. So what made you choose uh, Absalong over uh, some of the other characters? Actually, it was the challenge of making this nose. I was interested in seeing if I could make it work, and I think I have. <laughs> it's, I looked at it, I looked around, and all of a sudden I was like, oh, Dr I mean, I'm not Jabora. <laughs> I, I think because you just told me Jabora, but I'm Absalong. I was like, oh, it's Absalong, that's so awesome. And in fact, I wish my friend was here because he loves, he actually, he loves both Jabora and Absalong. They're both characters. <laughs> oh, he, no. My, my friend's a bit of a fur f so he likes things like that. Yeah, you might think I'm a closet furry the way I keep dressing up in these costumes, but they're just, they both present a really interesting challenge to me, and I just wanted to see if I could make the props properly. Yeah, in other words, you're, in other words, they're just so awesome characters that you just want to do them. Exactly, that's, that's pretty much it on the dot. So, you, you sneak up on any Namis and like, you know, just be like, ooh, Nami. Actually, let's see if I can pull this out here. I have a couple of hearts that I have actually found one Nami, and gotten a nice picture of her. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you, did, uh, was there any Sanji around that got pissed off and was like... I've actually been traveling around most of the day with a Sanji, but he's here with his girlfriend, so he's pretty sedated. So she's got him whiplashed. Pretty much. Pretty much. What is it? But just out of curiosity, is she a Nami or a Robin by any chance? Actually, the only One Piece character she's cosplayed so far was a Sanji herself. <laughs> the dilemma there. Yes, quite a conundrum. Gay or masturbation? <laughs> I think a little of both. She is a little bit of a Yaoi fan. <laughs> so what do you plan on doing now? You said tomorrow you're going to be doing uh, Jongo from One Piece, right? Correct. Uh, my sister is cosplaying as Hina, and it only seemed proper to be one of her subordinates. Oh, so you're doing the marine form. Yes, exactly. That's awesome. I can't wait to see that. I, I mean, as you know, me and John here are huge One Piece fans, so I, it's also awesome when you get to see the best One Piece cosplayers around. Because we go to a bunch of cons, and usually it's disappointing when you see like maybe one or two One Piece cosplayers, and they're not even, they're just like Luffy's. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome getting to see a costume like this, so thank you. Thank you very much. Happy to talk about it. I, no pleasure, and I hope to see you tomorrow at the, uh, the photo shoot, so. Definitely. Well, this has been Lewis, and let's see what's going on. Hi, I'm with a Mewtwo cosplayer, and uh, might I say, it's actually very well detailed, and uh, I can say, what, it's not your first mascot outfit. Oh, this is my first try. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. first try. Uh, I'm, I'm proof of that. Yeah. So, um, tell me, what are your first uh, steps of preparation to making this costume? Like, how was your, hmm, I'm making Mewtwo, so what do you usually think of first? Like, um, like, the first thing that you need to do when making any costume is have, like, a duct tape body double of yourself. Oh, really? 
That way you can build anything off of it. You can make clothes that are exactly your size and you don't have to hurt yourself with pins and, and like trying to sew stuff onto yourself. And that's the first step. Um, I actually bought a mattress topper and I cut it into strips and I used hot glue. Like, at first I tried to use epoxy but then I found out that was gonna make me really woozy. <laughs> because of the fumes, but hot glue doesn't have any fumes, and it dries very quickly, it's very efficient, and it makes for a very soft and fuzzy costume. So everything, everything seems to be fitted to, I guess, your, your body double, I guess, right? Yes. So, uh, what the fingers, the gloves, it's, it's all cotton-filled on the end? Um, actually, I used, like, Nerf foam balls <laughs> on the ends. That's very smart, actually, wow. <laughs> but it's really fun. Cause well, I'm sure being having three fingers like Yoda, you know. <laughs> yes. How about the tail? How do you how you get the tail to stick up? Um, it was actually just foam and a lot of elastic. Cause I knew that I was gonna accidentally hit people a lot. Like I'd turn around really quick and and stuff. So I made it really soft. So it's nothing but foam and a little bit of stuffing on the end and a lot of elastic to make it bounce. How how um how did you get this like bridge? Um, that's just the shape of the foam that I made, and like it, it, it drooped down, but with the elastic, I actually made elastic strips that pulled it upwards so that it would stay that way, and it worked out, <laughs> lucky enough. So, uh, what, what types of other costumes have you worked with before? Um, I, before this, I mainly just worked on clothing costumes, like just regular cloth, like a... Uh, I love going to the Renaissance festivals, and Halloween is my favorite holiday, and just stuff like that. But this is a new step forward. Um, how long did it take you, like a? Um, with or without the procrastination. I guess without, but I guess no one call. I, I guess I can't say something myself like, oh, I spent this amount of time, you know. But um, without the procrastination, it was about four months. But with it, it took an entire year. Makes sense, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure you had to sit down and think anyway, so. Mm -hmm. So uh, how about uh, the con experience? How is it with the suit on? Um, with the air conditioning, it's actually really good. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. It's still hot and sticky and yucky, but I'm willing to sacrifice that. But I haven't overheated yet. I'm not dehydrated. Everything is going a lot better than planned. So uh, how about the rest of the weekend? Uh, have, you, have you any good special plans, special events you plan to tend to? I'm definitely wearing this again tomorrow, but uh, Sunday's still up in the air. The costume contest on Saturday. Uh, costume contest, yes, definitely. Yeah, so I love seeing a mascot costume, especially like sometimes with uh, some mascots with the mouth moving, so I think it's all like... Yeah, I tried to do that with this, but with the foam headpiece, the moving mouth just kind of hangs open. It looks cool, but it doesn't really have any function. Well, I mean, like, when have you seen Mewtwo talk? Never. <laughs> Telepathic, you know. Thank you so much for your time. It's a very amazing costume, yes. With your Yoda hands, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much.
This is the Friday night wrap-up, well, Saturday, Friday afternoon wrap-up, actually, for Oricon. And we've explored the, not too much of the con, but I could say we explored the east side of the Baltimore Convention, and a few panels, and also the deals room. And what I could say first is that the lines are actually quite, uh, they're long, but, but since Oricon's organized really well this year, the lines go by really quickly. For example, that, um, there's a huge line out this more uh, today, and that the what the pre-reg uh, line was completely empty by 12. So it's really good. Uh, I, I noticed that the was uh, that this year so far on a Friday, there hasn't been too many cosplays or unique cosplays. I assume probably the weather is affecting it, um, weather or that also. But this year's old kind is held earlier than normally, so maybe that's why. Uh, I say maybe 60 to 70 percent of the people here are not in cosplay, but that doesn't excuse some cosplays from being extraordinarily well made and interesting to look at. I can uh, tell you more when I, uh, you know, roam through the con more. But I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait for the masquerade. I can't wait for Rave, and I can't wait to uh, see more interesting costumes, especially tomorrow. Saturday is the big day. I can't wait. So uh, I'll see you later. Want to get our videos without visiting our website? Then subscribe to the VidGul podcast on iTunes. Simply click on the iTunes button below or launch the iTunes store on iTunes and search for VidGul. That's V-I-D-G-L-E.